Hello and welcome to episode 49, I think, of Finding My Voice. Yeah, I don't at me. <laughs> Same here, like, I, I, I always get that wrong. Uh, but, <laughs> oh, gonna lower the volume a bit. Uh, so, this is a very special episode because mm. you heard Dallas. I've been talking about Dallas, how I'm gonna get you, Dallas. I'm gonna get you to vote. <laughs> and why are you here, Dallas? I am going right into... Uh, Fire role playing, I would say, of of LARPing. Um, yeah, skipping right over tabletop. Mm hmm. I like seeing fire because you're a vampire and uh, fire is a big no no. Fire is no no. <laughs> I know. But it is really cool that you're going straight into LARPing. Yeah, yeah. It's, I, I think that's going to be. Uh, I, I haven't yet. It's The first is tonight, so it's going to be really fun. I'm really excited. And I think it's going to suit uh, my style, so. Yeah, because we're both from theater. Yes. So I think it makes sense for you to go straight to LARPing. Yeah. And, and that's one of the reasons why this episode is a little special, because we are recording this in Dallas's uh, hotel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we're drinking coffee, so yes. <laughs> here. Yes, old, good old Espresso House. I'm not sponsored yet. <laughs> if you're listening, Espresso House, are you okay? <laughs> hey, I, I second that. Sponsor mm-hmm. her podcast. Mm-hmm. So but the, the special thing here is that... Uh, we are going to LARP tonight together. Mm-hmm. Well, you're a Toreador and I'm a Nosferatu, so we might not hang out that much. Yeah. But I'm sure we'll meet in the game. Yes, I hope we meet. And um, uh, afterwards, we'll come back to the hotel and we're going to see what your first impressions were. Yeah. It might it might be a blur, though, because it. Uh, I'll, I'll just think about it in character. Which is wonderful. You know that being in character is kind of what this podcast is a little that's bit true. about. That's true. But then, but then once I'm out of it, I, I, who who knows if I'll remember? If it'll just be. Oh wow! <laughs> so uh, so Tempest is actually a person in your brain taking over. Probably. Oh probably. wow! That would be extra awesome, actually. It would be. You know, I don't think I would be prepared for this, but it would be fun to reenact a conversation between Tempest and Nell. Ooh. <laughs> I well, I mean. We we definitely text. We can yeah. Nell and I, and Nell and Tempest, uh, so we can read it aloud back. Like that one um, show host does. People have read mean tweets about their or thirsty <laughs> tweets or something. I don't know. I don't watch those shows anymore. But. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> I think we need to explain. Nell is a character that I used to play uh, in Vampire the Masquerade Tabletop. Who lived in in Los Angeles, and this LARP is actually canon and parallel with that campaign, because some people who are involved in the campaign are organizing the LARP. And Dallas made a character who's from America, mm-hmm. and so we thought, you should know Nell. Yeah. <laughs> so now my old tabletop character knows Dallas's new LARP character, and we've been playing out that history a bit over text, which has been hilarious. Yeah, it's been really fun, and sort of getting into the character, and uh, especially... Uh, my character is really into the art scene, and especially like the weird and out there experimental art scene. Um, so it's it's been fun kind of playing with that with Nell, because mm-hmm. Nell isn't really she's she's in in the LA scene for sure, but she's uh, art is. Uh, it, could I say that it goes over her head a little bit? I, that... I, I'd say she'd say art is dumb. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, so it's really, it's, it's quite entertaining. So what do you expect from tonight? 
Oh, I, that's the thing. I don't really know what to expect. Everybody has been really nice and welcoming and helping me develop my character, um, which is really fun and uh, enjoyable and inspirational, actually, to really walk a, a character in this in this world that is really highly developed. Um, the world building, I guess, has been going on for a really long time. I don't know how old the game is, but uh, it's just so big and so vast and so detailed. And there's so much I really love about the world. So it was really fun to really sink my teeth in. <laughs> no <laughs> pun intended. You should take credit for that pun. That was a good pun. Um, uh, and and find a character and how they fit into this this world. Yeah, it's starting off Vampire the Masquerade, and I think it's from the early 90s to begin with, or okay. maybe late 80s. Uh, don't crucify me with this, but yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's been going on for a long time, and yeah, it's very detailed. Very. I, I'm just impressed. I don't know who created it. Was it like a, a, a one person came up with this idea? I don't really know that much about it. Uh, the company's called White Wolf, um, and I don't know how many people were involved, but I think they were heavily influenced by Anne Rice. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Um, don't super quote me. Um, and um, uh, there's been certain, there's been different iterations of it. This we're running off uh, fifth edition of Vampire the Masquerade. I'm not entirely sure what the difference is uh, between them, but that's the one we're doing anyway. Okay. Yeah, it do, it does feel like it has a lot of those vampire rules that she popularized and really expanded upon, but. It also has its own, as well, its own lore, its own um, ideas of what vampires can do and what they can't do. And it's so specific. And I think that's what I really, really enjoy about it. Specificity is great because we're both from an actor background. Yeah. And we both like to immerse ourselves in the characters. So to be able to picture the world really in, in great detail is a great help for us. And yeah. Vampire the Masquerade is amazing there. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. And there's so much information that you can find because people have really put a lot of thought into it. And even the, the lore that is created is you can see the influences from other lores and how it's been tied in and... Even the names of the different clans of vampires, you can see how they relate to their curse or their their um, talent, discipline, I should say, yeah. and what is uh, special about them. Yeah, so that's like you got all these different clans and sects. Yeah. So you're able, like, even though it's very specific and detailed, uh, you're not trapped into one specific type of plank because there are so many different types of vampires. And the curses and the abilities, disciplines, mm -hmm. uh, that you are free to play, like, really, whatever you want. There's only one common denominator. Everything sucks. <laughs> like, that's the thing. Unintended yeah. or not? <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Kind of. Uh, but, yeah, the whole idea of White Wolf's holistic aesthetic is that, like, it's the loss of humanity, suffering. Yeah. Like, how do you cope with losing what you are and becoming this horrible thing? Um, there has to be, like... Whatever you play, there has to be a level of kind of darkness and anguish that you can't really defeat. Yeah. And I think I think I really like that mm -hmm. element of it. It really explores what it means to be human, even though the characters are no longer human. And that is part of the fun. Um, it, it does go deep for those reasons that you were just uh, saying. 
um, because what is humanity and how do you keep your humanity when you don't have it anymore? Um, yeah. How do you still feel like a good person when you have to go out and drink people's blood without consent? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, but that's what you have to do to survive um, in this in this world. But then, you know, there's one step and then there's the next step. And when is it also enjoyable to be bad? <laughs> <laughs> and what does that mean? What does that mean for morality and your character and the society as, as a whole? It's, it is really a good commentary on the world. Yeah. And it is interesting that a lot of people take the opportunity to explore their bad side and enjoy the the, yeah. the the villain side of things, which makes it extra interesting for me and people who play like I do, because I like, I play like kind of an innocent, like the rare good guy person, mm -hmm. like try to be a good person. And so everything is stacked against me. So all the other players create a fantastic play, playing field for me to be oppressed by. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it, it's really interesting when you tell me about this particular character and her struggles because she really, really wants to continue to be a good person. And you can tell that she had a very moral life um, in, in when she was a human and she wants to continue that now as a vampire. But it's so hard when everybody else is, is out to get, get her in, in some way. Or force her to do things uh, for, for uh, amoral yeah. reasons. Almost everyone's out there for power somehow. Yeah. And everybody tries to get it by taking it from someone else. Yeah. Very few vampires think about coexisting, like really think about coexisting. Yeah. But it's going to be fun to see if we end up uh, as... Friends, acquaintances, enemies? Who knows? Yeah, it's possible. It's very possible. Because our, our characters are on opposite ends of... Um, I, I wouldn't say like the social ladder, so to speak, but in the so our social circles wouldn't really intersect. And where they do intersect could be a source of drama. So. You're, you're being very kind. You're a Toridor and I'm a Nosferatu. We are absolutely on opposite ends. We are <laughs> ugly as sin and you hate everything ugly. Yeah, but, but uh, at, the, at the same time, uh, your your sire is, is quite powerful. And, um, He's strong, yeah. And influential. And um, I, I like that, so... He's also a poet, which you probably like. Which, yes, I will like, because my character is a poet. That's that's my obsession. And I am... Uh, uh, <laughs> it's, it's getting overwhelming how deep this can go. And, and I only know a few of the players and see how big of a, of a splash my character makes when they come in. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. So, uh, let's see. We should get going soon. I just wonder yeah. if you can do something fun like three, three simple things you expect. And then we come back tonight and see if any of those three have... It can be, it can be silly and fun. Okay, let's see. I expect um, blood. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see if we get some blood in the vampire lord. Maybe, maybe not. We'll um, see. 
Oh, uh, yeah, because it's really taboo to drink each other's blood. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. So, so uh, we'll see what kind of blood is available. Um, I expect some intrigue. And um, uh, definitely intrigue because there's a new prince, supposedly. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. And I expect uh, people to be maybe curious and sizing me up a bit. Those are three very probable expectations. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Blood intrigue and sizing the new Torero up. Yeah. yeah. I can guarantee you all of those will come true. Yes. <laughs> so let's hope another unexpected thing because that's always fun. But yeah, I, yeah, I won't. Know, I won't know what that is. Of course not. <laughs> like, well, if you did, that would be cool. That, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Isn't it like uh, the which clan can see the glimpses of the future? Uh, Malkavian. Malkavian. Yeah. Yes. They are creepy. They are creepy. I really like them, but they're a bit too creepy. They like they might be soul. really hard to play. Yeah, they would be um, really hard to play, I can imagine. We don't tend to, like this LARP, they don't like the funny style of Malkavian. Of course, you don't have to be boring. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people tend to like, ah, crazy, wacky. Right. But no, they're supposed to be crazy, scary. Right, right. Because <laughs> they have like a, a, supposedly they have a hive mind. And yeah. And like gl get glimpses, glimpses of the future. And can turn themselves invisible and all sorts of weird <laughs> I can do that. Yeah, but <laughs> but, you're, but you're also creepy and yeah. I... <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I'm not good at it yet. I only have what first level obfuscate. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. I can't turn myself invisible. No. But you can see me if I'm invisible. Yes. Probably. Got, I haven't gotten awesome. my character sheet yet though. So. Oh yeah, you should. It should be mailed to you. Oh well, you you, you, yeah, you can he, talk to he, the game master. Uh, he, yeah. he wanted to yesterday, but he didn't have time. We didn't have time to talk, so he's gonna talk to me. It was probably for the best to actually. You're gonna meet him in what less than an hour now? Yeah, and forty five minutes or something. Yeah. <laughs> so so I we just said we would talk then. Cool. Yeah. Right. So for the first time ever, I'm gonna end this recording, but it's not the end of the episode. So uh, I guess the audience is going to time travel. Whoa. See you on the other side. See you on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> That's not Emmy's voice. <laughs> Bye for now. <laughs>
intrigue and a power vacuum in a way because well definitely a power vacuum because there is even though it's supposedly have been decided and they're waiting on the procedures there's no prince which is really essential to to the sex the the uh, clan or the oh. Camarilla sect yeah, sick, not sex. Not sex! <laughs> Sorry, that's I, I'm tired. Um, <laughs> oh, different gosh. podcast. Yes. Um, it's really important for the Camarilla to have a prince. And they don't have one at the moment. So That's right. It's, yeah, yeah. You can kind of see people like swimming around looking for for power, but they don't really want to step on anything yet. You know, they want to like get in at the right time. The um, I think the rumor is that Reuben will be the next prince. Reuben was uh, the Tremere. Yeah, I got that vibe as well. Um, uh, my character got that vibe. I as a player got that vibe. It all seemed very yeah yeah. So so what was Tempest's night like? Well, like uh, she shows up. Who does she meet, and what does she think of them? Um, I met a lot of different people actually. Um, different kinds. A lot of anarchs. It really felt like there is just a lot with them, and they have uh, some big personalities. And um, not even just the barons, but the they're followers um which is which is quite interesting i think um they are very uh i mean they are a bit rebellious by nature but they also they're playing the political game too so i found that kind of fascinating and how alike in some ways um the camarilla and the uh anarchs are um, what more? What more? Um, I would say give us some events, like specific some events. events. Okay, so I, some, I, either either someone you met describe them and and your uh, exchange or a scene. Well, well, pretty early on in the night, and actually became a thing that was talked about all night was that my mentor, because uh, my sire is in New York, and I don't know how much uh, if you're gonna like explain the lore. Not really. Point. No. <laughs> okay. So the sire is the person that uh, made makes one a vampire, and my sire is in New York, um, outside of the game. So I have a mentor here in Gothenburg, and another uh, vampire threw her across the room, <laughs> and it was it was pretty early on in the night. I was like, oh my god, like they have some going on and I still can't even wrap my head around it um my character can't not uh, yeah there's it's, it goes pretty deep and it actually seems kind of um I don't even know if they know fully what it's all about it seems um but that's but that's part of the fun is that it's like even though it might have been something small in the beginning it just kind of creeps up and keeps keeps going but nothing's really small for vampires <laughs> yeah, Nora is infamous for being quite 
quite vicious. Yeah, but she she likes it, and she's very proud of her reputation, yeah. so I, I get it. Today was actually Emmy's, my character's first time meeting Nora as well. Really? Yeah. And, okay. and um, But I've heard about her. I've been warned about her. Yeah. And I'm also kind of hoping, or kind of friends with her honorary child, which is Gail. Ah, oh, yes. Okay. Gail's not there, but I heard about Gail. Yeah. And so, so so Nora walks up to me and just demands who I am and blah, 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 talks a bit that I'm trying to be like nice to her and then oh who are you, who are you? and she's like oh my name is Nora <gasps> I was just okay do you have life mode oh no <laughs> what, what's the name off. she again uh-huh. I think she's Bono Hakim ah yes that's you're right you're right that is yes there's one I don't know a whole lot about that I have to maybe go back and mm-hmm. do more research on but same here that's the one I don't know but my character knows hardly anything anyway so that's fine for me yeah yeah and my character is very um into her own clan in a way, um, uh, for the most part, uh, that one and um, then true. But also, I mean, she's open to others. She just doesn't seek out them. I would say. So, what was it like? What was the experience like? To someone who's never LARPed, what does it feel like to before and you go in? What happens in your mind to to you when you when you role play in a LARP? Um, I, I just felt like it was like a whole new environment, just, uh, so it was really easy to kind of get into, um, in, into character. I mean, that sounds kind of like cliche, like, oh, like actors get into character, but it's that sense of just accepting that the premises was very quick and, um, you start to, uh, just sort of act and think in in that character as opposed to yourself. I mean, of course, I, like I'm quite new, so like there was still a lot of me going on, like thinking in the background, and I think that uh, held me back a little bit from really like getting into intrigue and everything. But um, but I think that will come with time. Just, yeah, it was your first just, time. Yeah, yeah, so much, so much. Um, lore and clan relations and and names and just keeping all of that straight and because you're you're meeting it all for the first time now yeah. at least like when you have a script that's like the thing that you hold on to but uh, but now that I sort of have, have done it and like the big unknown is over yeah and and for reference I don't know if we said this last before we went. But Dallas is an acting background, not a role-playing background, which is why I think this input was interesting. Um, the, so that's where the whole thing, getting into character, comes from. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, I think you're right, especially because uh, the way you come in as a an established character in another domain, mm-hmm. then like before you become part of the intrigue here, you have to kind of make a foothold here. So it's, it's kind of natural that you're not involved in the intrigues yet. Right. Uh, but it, it might have been, I don't know, because I didn't follow you around all night, but it's possible that people are tr- going to try to see if you can be of use to them. Yeah, I got that vibe a little yeah. bit. They were kind of feeling me out, um, feeling my character out, kind of figuring out what I was doing here. Um, 
in Gothenburg. Like, why I went from New York to Gothenburg. Um, that was, like, the big question <laughs> of the night. Um, yeah, but... Uh, um, but because there's so much in character as well that you don't really... It's... it's you don't... It's easy to get into feeling like a character because you... Uh, they treat you as that character. They, yeah. they accept it very easily. I think, though, the, some of the problem was because I was so nervous that leaked into the character. My character wouldn't necessarily have been as nervous, but, um, yeah. but that, I think that line will over time yeah i think i think that was th- that's kind of natural but and i think you're being a little harsh on yourself because i think everybody around <laughs> s- w- said they were absolutely shocked that this was your first larp and then but you were tabletop role playing first right nope <laughs> seriously like oh, so you're very sweet they're they're very very nice i mean it was really easy because everybody's so into character yeah and so um but they're also really respectful and and i think that because of all the ground rules that are made and everybody's very aware of respecting each other and they're all friends outside of the game that made it easy to yeah. to be able to get into character because you're able to feel safe. Yeah. I think I think more than anything, with your nervousness where you feel like you were held back, and that's probably true if it's your first time, it's gotta be a little low. Um, but like coming from an actor background, I know this we're trained to not think of it this way, but a part of it will always do think about this way, thinking that we have an audience to please. I Mm. have a duty for this to have a certain quality. Yeah. And that's a little bit of a fear you carry with you. Yeah. And the more you can drop that fear, the better your acting's got to be. That's true on stage. Yeah. And that's especially true in a LARP. Yeah. Because in a LARP, you don't have an audience. (laughs) It's got to be exactly as good as you want it to be. Yeah. Um... So I think I think this is just something that, like you said, you're gonna get used to. Yeah, yeah, um, and I mean, there was always what was kind of nice is you could always break in a way and like yeah. ask a question or like, like um, take that time if you needed to just be like, wait, what does this mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, sometimes it it felt like oh maybe I shouldn't now, but uh, for the most part it was it was pretty easy, and I think that's what I was trying to go for before with the everybody's very respectful with the ground rules where you have to like make sure that uh certain things are okay um first and i think that those those are really important and everybody knows like okay this means that this person is in time out and they're asking a real question as a player not as a character yeah what did Tempest think of Emily, my character? I, uh, Tempest actually quite likes Emily. Oh. But I, and I, I keep saying I as Tempest, the thing about it, it, how Emily pers- tries to portray herself, or at least how Tempest sees this. Yeah. Um, and what she says about herself is very different than what's, like, going on underneath feels like. Um, she, uh, I mean, I I think if she's being truthful that she's nervous and is very, um, you know, the stories that I've heard about her sire are very, very terrible, so... 
um, I can understand. And she's so young as well. Mm -hmm. But um, she also kept saying things like, oh, but this is maybe just my my innocence and my naivete. Like, I, mm -hmm. you know, and she said that in a way that, oh, like, you're way more smart than you let on. Um, <laughs> oh, no, you're on to me. If <laughs> uh, just... Uh, there's there's way more to you than or to Emily than than meets the eye, and I I think that's an intentional in Emily's part. Mm -hmm. Or it feels intentional, but so that's that's really interesting. And you also caught me. You kind of caught me lying. I think too. Yeah, but that was that was quite fun. <laughs> it was it was a, yeah. Explain like, that. What happened? <laughs> from your point well, of view. Well, from my point of view, I uh, I was in the hallway and it was just the two of us. Um, and uh, I was just asking her, what are you doing here? And she's like, waiting. We're looking for someone. Oh, who? Uh, you don't know them. <laughs> oh, how do you? Oh, and then I said, how do I? How do you know that I don't know them? <laughs> oh gosh yeah <laughs> um, and then and then we started talking on some not quite taboo subjects but uh, some of the opinions could maybe be taboo. yeah I mentioned someone that I was looking at looking for <laughs> and then the discussion came up about that person which had some sensitive subjects I started talking about them and I betrayed some sympathies that maybe I shouldn't have so I covered up my lie with something worse <laughs> like <laughs> oh no <laughs> What have I done? Shit. What have I done? Um, but that's okay. That's okay. Because I have no reason to uh, hold anything over. That's true. Emily. Yeah, I did kind of feel like like Tempest liked me. Um, and I think that was kind of mutual. Because Emmy lowered her guard a little more than she should have around Tempest. Yeah, I felt, I felt that the guard was lowered. Definitely. Because I remember I walked up to you and mentioned your Shakespeare references I heard from afar and your name. And it's like, oh, we kind of bonded over that a bit. Yeah. And I sort of caught that. I caught like, let's see, uh, let's hope no Camarilla listening to this. But you were you were giving the impression of being a staunch Camarilla. But I also got the impression of something else underneath. Well, I mean... As I said to Minnie in her arc tonight, that I'm open, you know. Yeah. It's all about all about bridges, so. Um, um, I think there's something. I think. There, I think what uh, Tempest likes about Emily is that. Uh, uh, there is there is a lot. You're like a duck on water. It's like it's calm mm -hmm. well not that calm but somewhat calm on the yeah. <laughs> and then there's like paddling underneath yeah it's like emmy definitely made an effort to look very calm. she does always make an effort to look calm in the first session i played that was that there was no calm there <laughs> it doesn't exist but I, did you notice that the roller coaster i was talking about she made an effort throughout the whole 
session to be calm, but there were moments where Emmy was fucking panicking. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I saw any of the big ones, but I, I, I did notice that sometimes yeah. when it was... Yeah. yeah, the biggest one is I actually, I actually kind of thought you were there. I said that in game two. When I said like Gail, oh, we spoke about Gail. Oh no, yeah. you weren't there because I was spoke. I was, Victor was there, another character. Actually, at Simity, if you remember, playing well, why at Simity in Elysium? But yeah, we had Simity, we had two. <laughs> um, well, he spoke English as well. Yeah, so that's why I kind of thought, oh yeah, yeah, I thought you were there because you spoke English. Oh yeah, um, but uh, oh, shit, what was I talking about? <laughs> you know, that's that's where I panicked the most because I told you on the way back to the hotel. Uh, that I asked your mentor for a few favors that I needed for my clan, and I stressed out and accidentally agreed to two boons for in the name of my sire, which can happen because technically I'm still a fledgling and my sire is responsible for everything I do. Whoops. And true, he really wanted me to get what I was aiming for here, but I just promised two boons from Atoriador to my Nosferatu sire. And he's a very short-tempered, very violent sire. <laughs> so even though I think I'll be able to convince him that it was a good idea in the end, there will be many broken bones before he's calmed down oh. enough to listen. <laughs> so well, yeah. What would have been worse? Would it have been worse if... You didn't get those things? No, it wouldn't have been worse. He would have been angry and annoyed and disappointed and maybe punched me a few times. Mm-hmm. Uh, but me promising two boons away in his name without checking with him, that's... That, oh, He won't... Like I said to Bella when she was trying to comfort me, it's like, no, it's okay. He's probably not going to damage me so much that I can't be of use. Yep. I need yeah, my yeah. yeah. Sounds, I need my coming. hands to work the archive at least. <laughs> Oof. Oof. Yeah. Oof. So glad I'm Toreador. <laughs> Toreador. Unless I would never dream of such a thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I. We're need... just psychologically yeah. tortured. <laughs> And I absolutely adored when Egon asked you about Los Angeles for no reason. Oh, I know. <laughs> and we know. And did we mention that earlier? Oh, God, we're so ditzy. Uh, <laughs> because I played another vampire character that took place in LA. And we decided that that Tempest would know my old vampire character. Yeah. And my old vampire character, Gangrel, with, and then can speak to animals. And she's now house-sitting. And then guard in watching yeah. your cat. Yes. And it just I got the picture in my head when he started talking about LA. It's like, all right, Nell is right there getting high on cat meat with her cat. <laughs> cat. That's a weird image to have in my head when I'm Emily. I have no idea who Nell she is. <laughs> I love that my cat my cat is in the game. Yeah, that yeah, Obsidian is actually Dallas's real cat as well. Yeah. Yeah. He's 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 awesome. His name is Obsidian and uh He's, uh, okay. he's just great, so I'm glad he's, he's involved. You should have him on the podcast. <laughs> yes. Also, I do want to do this. We mentioned this before. Um, I do want to have an episode. Maybe we do that over, like, voice. Yeah. Because you're not in Gothenburg all, very often. <laughs> but it would be fun to ha- to just play out a phone call between Tempest and Nell. Yes. Yes, that would be really fun. <laughs> I think, yeah. Especially because Nell is anarch, right? Yeah. You yeah. See? Oh, yeah. She's so anarch. Yeah. See, that's 
Oh, oh yeah, that is, yeah, that is true. Yeah. Like, you didn't, you haven't been honest, young lady. <laughs> <laughs> like, you didn't tell anyone you live with an anarch. <laughs> an anarch's nope. watching my cat right now. Okay. <laughs> People noticed that I had sympathies, though. Yeah. Yeah, th that's what I picked up. Like, Camarilla tend to be quite cold. Yeah. You're not as cold as most Camarilla. Especially most Toreador Camarilla. Really? I would think that Toreador would be more warm in general. They would appear warm, but they don't care. Ah, okay. They would have a warm demeanor, but, like... Like, did you notice, like... Clementine has been nicer now, but she is kind of a uh, oh yeah, atmosferatu. Oh, I love Ugh. it. No, we, we we walked out of the room. She's like, I can never stand to be around atmosferatu for long. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, but uh, Toriadors are uh, they the artists and they love beauty and um. And Nosferatu are not beauty. <laughs> no, they they have their curse on the outside. Yeah. Unfortunately. For them. From a Toreador perspective. Yeah. Oh gosh, this was so cool. Uh, yeah, this is really fun. So we should we'll do we should do it again. Um podcast podcasting. Yeah, podcasting. Yeah, well, I'm gonna do the phone call with Nell. Yes. And we'll do another one. After uh, maybe after next session, we'll yeah. talk about that session. Yeah, we, we can be like a tradition. Oh, and also remember, um, you can always have. You are going to get the opportunity, uh, for your character to do something. Okay. To next level, I think you usually get two actions or something like that. You're gonna get an email about it, I think. Okay. Um, and what happens is you tell the game masters you you if you fill in a form. What you want to, something you want to achieve before next LARP, next session. Oh, okay. Uh, and then you say, I want to use this skill or this resource for that. And then you'll get an email. All right, this is, uh, your effort yielded this. Ooh. So you will come to the next session with some new information or some new resources or something you gained. Or if you failed, you know, if you try something really hard, you might not get it. Uh, but yeah, you're going to have some, some developments before next LARP. And apart from that, you're also allowed to privately contact one of the other players and say, uh, can, if my character called you, uh, could we just play out that conversation? If oh, my character cool. called you? So you can basically have some communication going from your character with other characters. And if it's small things, if it's just personal development, like the scenes in the LARP, you can do with anyone. You don't okay. have to report anything. But if you want a larger scene with larger consequences, you ask a game master and they can organize a voice session with all the players involved and a game master present, Ooh. and you play out a scene uh, in between. Very exciting. Yeah. That's that's what happened when uh, when the gang when when Club Nosferatu um, reopened the old Warren, the Bastille, and uh, a lot of stuff happened that we couldn't have done in a LARP. Like for instance, me falling into a pit and getting staked, and Bella stepping on a landmine and having a leg blown off. Yes, <laughs> that kind of thing. You can't really do that in a LARP. <laughs> But it, it makes our characters' lives interesting when that kind of thing can happen. Yeah, of course. And it's outside of Elysium. So. Yeah. 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 It was... Um, I really enjoyed it when you said I've been trying to get her to come for five years. 
Yeah. <laughs> a lot of for five years. Yeah. No, I've been trying to get you to role play for five years. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah true. Like, because, yeah, that's when they said, like, well, you said it was your first time. Like, this was your first LARP, but you've role played before, right? No. I've been trying to get her to role play for five years, and this is the first time she's role playing, and it's a LARP. Hey. <laughs> But I Have think it makes in. sense. Yeah. I think it makes sense for someone with theater background. I think it yeah. would be more difficult for you to roll tabletop role play. Yeah, I'd be more yeah. anxious, I think. Yeah. Because here you were actually playing everything out, everything is around you. It's kinda like yeah. it's like the theater without a script. Yeah. Yeah. So uh so. I guess you wanna sleep. <laughs> I should sleep. I should sleep. And um, I get home. I'm old spirited. So. <laughs> I like I like to correct you. I'm old A. In spirit, it's yeah. it's really it's all mental. Like yeah, I'm very I, I'm very childish in spirit. So it's yeah, it, it's uh, like I I miss those days. I don't know. I th- I I blame it all on parenting. <laughs> <laughs> but I would like to say a few closing words about LARPing. Is that something everyone should do, and why they should do um, it? I think so yeah. i think i mean especially if you're interested in um in this kind of game um in general um uh i mean i i think if it's not something you're interested in then you know obviously well, yeah, yeah, but, <laughs> but if you think you might want would enjoy it if you always wanted to try it absolutely do it because yeah. it's uh a really great um exercise in a lot of different areas and um especially if you find a good community um that that would be really important um Mm. i think find a community that takes care of the players where they put the players first um where safety comes first where um just you know those ground rules where everything that uh they can do to to make your experience as good as it can be um and then yeah yeah give it a try because you can't really if if you find those things you can't really go wrong yeah it's a lot of fun and when i start i just can't stop because it's just it's yeah just, you just fall into this world and you're in it yeah yeah and it's a great way to explore those maybe it's, it's, there's an aspect of a type of person you've always wanted to try to be it's a really great way to try it out yeah not only because you're trying something out but also because everyone around you are uh supporting your vision exactly so you get to truly experience what it is to be that person not only on your inside but how you are met yeah which is wonderful yeah all right uh i should get home so i can sleep and you should sleep too yes sleep is good but you will definitely be back on the podcast and definitely be back on the live. Yay! This is super fun podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right. Um, thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. And Bye. you know I always say I love you to the yeah. I love yeah. you too. Ah yes, I have to make everyone say that no, no, I shouldn't. That's that's creepy. All right. <laughs> this has been going on for long. We do Bye. love you. <laughs> yeah, we do love you. Bye.